Hey there, Chris from the Mighty Decibel here. Welcome back to another uh, episode of our Let's Meet series where we talk to people in the music industry. And today specifically, we're going to be meeting with uh, drummer Luke and vocalist Oriane from uh, French D-Beat Destroyers Bombardment. So uh, welcome you guys and thanks for joining us. Welcome. Thanks. Thank, thank you for having us. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so before we jump into your uh, into the discography, I thought I'd like to know a little bit more about your background. So start with you, Luke. Uh, how did you get into D-Beat? Is this something that you got into at an early age or was it something that you evolved into? Yeah, I guess I, I don't really remember when I got obsessed with D-Beat, really. But I guess the first time I heard Discharge was was the the day not everything changed because I was already into punk and metal, and, but I don't know. I was obsessed with with discharge for for a long time, so I don't know. It's uh, it, it got I got gradually into it, but we I listened to a wide range of stuff, so it's not I'm not deep bit exclusive, you know. <laughs> right. So what what sort of metal are you into? Are you into the, the extreme side, the black death? Yeah, and, uh, I, grew up, I grew up with the thrash and death metal. When I was uh, pretty young, I started listening to that stuff in the late eighties. So uh, so yeah, I I got into punk and metal at the same time, around the same time, around eighty six, eighty seven, something like that, and uh, yeah still listen to both genres <laughs> yeah. yeah excellent once it's in your blood it's hard to get out that's for sure oh yeah, yeah. for sure so Ariane, is is that a similar story for yourself or did you have a different mm. route no 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 i don't i don't really i went to a lot of uh, shows when i was young and like i started to go to shows around 15 and um there is um, a local uh, gigs like in Saint-Étienne, it's called La France Pure, and it was mainly like crust, punk, bang, like some D-beats and stuff like that. So I I start listening to live stuff and then I really liked it, but uh, I'm not I'm not only listening that just metal, I don't listen at, at all. Like Luke is um, giving me some bands that I like, like more heavy stuff, heavy metal stuff. So I kind of like it, but it's not really my thing so when i start singing uh in bob Adment, i i sung before in other bands but not in a in a raw way like screaming and stuff i wasn't singing like this before i had bands where i play bass most of the time don't sing so i love this kind of music but more in a in a live and performing way that's what i prefer i don't know how to explain that i'm not a big geek about <laughs> oh yeah i love this band for yeah. this time and this I don't remember most of of the stuff like that. So I mean, it's more about like the passion and the stuff you can say and what you can express whenever you're doing this. More about the energies, and that's what okay. I like. So I don't have a big a big like CV stuff and like oh yeah da 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 da. But yeah, I don't know. I guess well, your passion it. certainly your passion certainly comes through on your vocals. That's for sure. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Screaming on people, like, maybe I don't know. <laughs> How, how how hard was it transitioning from a cleaner sound to the uh, the harsher vocal? Well, the bands I had before wasn't really clean. It was still it was still punk stuff, not really 
vegan stuff. So I think Bombardment is the cleanest band I've been in, you know, because they all played really tight. It's uh, they know how yeah. to play, and that's really really good because I know that I have my place. They listen and we listen each other. We try to make stuff working, and then everyone have an opinion, which is good. Everyone is listen, and that's we want to evolve. I think into something more. Um, about every, I don't know how to say that, but yeah, it's it's really nice. I, I think it's, uh, I don't know, but what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I think you, you're doing great. Yeah, but, yeah it's, uh, you're doing fine. Yeah. It was your first time really screaming, like hardcore, hardcore punk. And know. it's a very different style from what you used to sing. Like, yeah, but it, it's really tight. I mean, it's it's clean. We, we know what we're doing. We're trying to, you know, work on every, every song we do and it it looks like a, i don't know we, wa we want this uh this sound like um but we we really think it through so uh yeah maybe more than every other band i had before so yeah no i know i know what you're saying you, you guys are you could be uh called wild but under control at the same time you're, yeah 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 Please, yeah so uh, tell us about the French hardcore scene out there. Is is it a big scene, or and uh, if is there any other bands out there that you would uh, you know uh, viewers and listeners to point towards uh, to try out? Yeah, I think right now there's quite a few interesting bands. Yeah, there's a lot. The French scene used to be kind of so-so, but in the last few years it's gotten much better, I'd say. And there's uh, yeah, there's a new generation of really good bands i think yeah. and uh every this is the scene is not that big so every everybody knows each other so uh, uh, yeah there's a lot of them uh, yeah, when you ask like nothing comes to mind but there's a uh, have some friends in paris there's a uh, turquoise there is a uh, there's a band called deletard yeah, which is Deletar, yeah. which is Pretty similar to what we do, like yeah. deep stuff, more more in the Swedish style. Yeah, Turquoise too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of different bands, more melodic yeah. stuff too, which is great, mm -hmm. like some Home 80 and stuff like that. We have so it's yours. That, sorry, starting bands right now, so we look forward to see whatever they do, and then maybe we send you the. But because I don't know, in in Bordeaux there is a lot of. Uh, influence like there's some good hardcore bands like and luke is playing drum often <laughs> and yeah. uh it's working out great so yeah well we, we have a we have a once a month uh show that focuses solely on hardcore punk so anything you can send our ways you know we're always looking for the new stuff coming down the pike so i send you ring yeah right so uh, you mentioned how the scene is relatively small. Uh, I would assume you're not making mega buckets <laughs> and that you have day jobs. Is that the idea here? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have jobs. <laughs> yeah, we all have jobs. Yeah, we, yeah. Um, tattooist for 13 years now. And Luke is uh, working in uh, I work as a desktop publisher and uh, the guitarist, both the guitarists, uh, work at the university and yeah. uh 
and our bassist, I don't know right now. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's got he's switching jobs. Between jobs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So no no dreams of uh, big rock stardom and all that. Oh uh, no, 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 <laughs> no, no way. That's not our thing. No, our thing. I hear you. So why don't we switch gears now and get into the uh, discography for the band, and we'll start from the beginning, uh, way back in uh, 2016, your demo. And uh, four of you, uh, the originals are still together, those being uh, Stefan Booby on guitar, Nico on bass, and yourself, Luke, on drums. And there was the original vocalist, uh, Milia. Um, so how did the four of you, uh, the, the remaining members, get together? How, how did you guys form as a band? Uh, we, we were all friends already. We knew each other really well. We've played in bands together too. So it's a small scene locally. So you pretty much know everybody. And uh, I don't know, the, uh, the band really was started by the bass player, uh, Nico. He <laughs> wanted to pay tribute to Discharge really. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I don't know. He asked a couple of friends and uh, yeah. We are bashing out music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, how does the writing go in your band? Is it is it a band thing, or is there a main songwriter within the band? Most, that's mostly okay. It it has changed change, a bit. Yeah. It has changed a bit over the years. But when we started the band, Nico, the bass player, came up with all the songs. He wrote everything, including the lyrics. Okay. So it was his own vision. He had this this band which was his vision and uh, we were the players uh, so he wrote most of the songs for the the first couple of releases like the the demo and the first lp and then uh, with other members started chiming in and uh, writing out. Actually, it shows as, as we go through, the music does change over the course of the four albums, at least to my ear. So I'll be, uh, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit uh, further as we go through them. Uh, so yeah, right off the bat, you could hear the discharge you know, influence right away. Was there any, <laughs> anything else that, uh, it sounds like Nico was the, the, the main writer there. Was, was there anything else that was in the back of his head that he was trying to was, emulate there other than uh, discharge? It was really discharged. That was the main, the main thing. And a few discharged uh, influenced bands like Meanwhile from Sweden or Disclose from, from Japan. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was mostly discharged. Yeah. But we all, yeah, as you can tell, the, 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 the sound changes, changes over the course of the different releases and uh, I think we all listen to a lot of different stuff and it shows, I guess, in the, yeah. in the way we write music these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the second, uh, let's move to the second album, the 2019, same, same five folks as the uh, original uh, demo. Uh, and I hear uh, improved production, uh, production and tightening of the musical performances. And I hear a little bit of Motorhead in there for whatever reason. Uh, I see that creeping in a little bit on that one. Uh, is, is, is that what you guys see or is it just in my head? That was not really uh, a major influence, but I don't know. I love Motorhead. So yeah, I guess 
I guess maybe later discharge, you know, when they started switching to more yeah. metallic sound, this was also uh, an inspiration, I guess. So this was the, the second and last release with uh, Melia on vocals. So, so what caused her to end up leaving the band? Uh, she... she had a vocal cold condition uh, and yeah. uh, she sang in another band called uh, Monarch. And uh, the, she, she had like, um, she, she had to stop uh, screaming uh, as much as she did. So yeah, um, uh, whenever she couldn't, you know, sing anymore, then um, yeah, they, they they asked me. She, she was uh, yeah, she was sad and upset about it, but they, they're good guys to play with, so I understand her. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, what well, any her condition, it was um, it, it, it reversed. She, she's not having this. You know, she just have to rest and a couple of years. She's she had other bands too, so she's not. Uh, she continues singing and screaming and stuff, but in a, um, you know, uh, I don't know how to say that, but uh, yeah, more smoothly, not as hard as she did. Like, yeah. Are you worried about your vocals, your vocal cords? Oh, wait, wait, I know we cannot do a, a tour for like ten days. I cannot <laughs> sing every night that's for sure I do maybe three or four taking care of my voice and stuff but yeah it's pretty it's, it's pretty hard maybe i'm not uh, best trained to do that maybe with years i'd be better you know i'm just starting for like a year or so so i don't always see yeah right so how, how do you Sorry, uh, how do you rest your vocal cords? Is it just a point of, of just not talking between gigs or is there, you know, something you drink? Uh, what do you do well, to... Yeah, the, the drinking part is hard because after a show you want to talk to people, you want to, you know, socialize, like, um, yeah, it's, it's great. So you, you cannot really talk, you cannot really drink. So you have to drink tea and... I mean, it's 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 good too. It's working, but I don't know. It's after a few days that it's at a point where you cannot even talk, so it's really frustrating for me, really. But but I mean, if it's I don't know, we'll see. We did not. Uh, we had like a tour for three or four, four, three, three, three gigs in a row. It was hard, but it was okay. Like, a, yeah, we're not a big touring band. Yeah, no. <laughs> really. So then uh, we moved to June of 2020 for your EP and Ariane, that's where you come in, into the recording picture. Um, yeah. So uh, do you have any issues singing um, songs from the first two albums or you're totally fine with covering tracks off those albums uh, as well? I have maybe, two issues, but... Maybe I should mention something is yeah. uh, when, the, when the LP came out in the, in the late months of uh, 2019, I think, uh, we had a, a whole uh, a string of shows uh, lined up for the coming months, but the pandemic hit, you know, and that's yeah. uh, it's also the time when our our old singer uh, got her vocal cord uh, condition and she had to to quit. So so the the options were to uh, start, uh, quit the band. 
to uh, stop the band altogether or find find a new singer. Yeah. And we had a few shows uh, lined up within a couple of weeks. Yeah, so well, yeah. I had like 10 days so to we asked learn the song and sing and then go on big, big gigs. So it was like, a, I'm not really, I'm not feeling comfy to sing. I don't like this place. I prefer playing bass. So, you know, everything that's involved <clears throat> singing and like performing stuff, it's not really my stuff at all. I don't feel comfy. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'll try. And they liked it. So, but. I think I've evolved from the first uh, EP, like EP, sorry, and then the, so, but I, I was not feeling comfy to sing uh, something that someone else wrote because I don't, I don't know, I don't, I like what what uh, Nico writes and stuff. I can see what he means and stuff like that, but it's not the same. Really, it's not the same. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, so it was. It was okay, I was happy, like, you know, but yeah, I was happier whenever I was able to write the songs and then, yeah, sing what I'm, I don't know, it's different. So yeah. how, did, how did you settle in with the lads then? Was it as easy as uh, you thought it might be? Getting uh, along did, with the guys? Yeah, I knew, I knew them already, so it was okay. But then I start to know them a little better, and then I I knew it would be they're all caring and um, intelligent, nice people to be with. We all care for each other. We you know I don't know. So yeah, it's very comfortable to be with them, and I knew that. So uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. There is always uh, we always laughing. We always you know be ourselves and not really. I don't know what to say that. Yeah, I think we we all get along really well, so yeah. it's it's not a, it's it's never stressful really. No, well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's right. Yeah, it's good. So, yeah, so the, the, oh, sorry. sorry. Then the, the then the the pandemic uh, broke out and everything got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. So so yes, yeah, so so before the pandemic, Orian got to play maybe five shows with us. So you know, she didn't really. Didn't really have the time to really uh, fit in completely in the band before before the, pan the pandemic, I guess. It you know, worked. it was, it was <laughs> not not to fit in, but uh, yeah. you not know, to feel uh, comfortable. Uh, yeah, comfortable. Well, okay. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so musically on on the uh, the EP, uh, I noticed there is a tad less wall of sound compared to the first two. And the guitars had a different sound and maybe a little bit uh, more jangly than before. Again, that's just to my ears. Uh, what was the musical evo uh, evolution to the third album in, in your opinions? Uh, I don't know. This, I don't know. That's, that's pro probably the production. But there's, there's a more rocking song on this, on this one. It kind of sounds like a Turbo Negro or something. <laughs> so this... Yeah, but the other songs are pretty much the same. <laughs> really. Which we all like. <laughs> if you're into DB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then let's move to the uh, your recent one that was issued just in March, uh, Le Futur et La, which in my opinion is the best hardcore punk album of the year. Amazing, amazing <laughs> record. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, so uh, again, a slight evolution in, uh, to my ears here uh, in that the energy and vicious, uh, viciousness are there, uh, but there's a little bit of experimentation going on. Like you, you, uh, you introduce sax and poison and the second guitar uh, is weaving a little bit more on, on top of the rhythm, even more than the, the first three. Uh, was that on purpose? Uh, you were talking about evolution, Oriane. Is that part of the evolution? I think um, we, I, I don't know what to say that. Um, I think it's important for us to, like Nico, he really started the band, he really had a vision, he really had that. And now we are, I think, all uh, comfy enough with each other to bring something, everyone, you know? So we the other guitar, so he's, um, now I think he, he's more, he's bringing more stuff, he's taking, you know, more space and everyone has something to say. Like I said earlier, we listen to each other. We try to, you know, find some stuff that's interesting to keep out through, I don't know to say that, keep it the way we want, but still have some interesting stuff to bring the way we want it, not to conform to something. That's why I think it's interesting in a band, uh, regardless of what they do. So I don't know. Uh, about Luke's opinion, I think, I don't know if it's the same or not. Yeah, I think it's a natural uh, uh, evolution, I guess. You cannot play the same discharge uh, riff for... But some bands yeah, do, you can, some yeah, bands do, so yeah, I but, think it's important. But I, yeah. yeah, but I... I don't know, own, uh, what, like doing what you want to do and then let yourself evolve uh, with fitting with what you want to do from the start. And yeah. that's what, maybe it's before because of the pandemics, we had more time yeah, to exactly. work on the song. Exactly, like we had plenty of time to practice. So there were no shows. So we, <laughs> we, we could only focus on writing new stuff. Yeah. So that's what we did. We wrote a lot of songs. We threw away a few songs even. Yeah. And uh, just so we could make the best uh, possible album, which I guess I'm pretty happy with it. I think it's a good, it's a good record. I don't know. I think <laughs> it's a, it always good. It, it, I'm never happy, so I mean it, it's good, but it could be better always. And <laughs> for the saxophone, we Luke and I were really we agreed on that, and we like to bring something that's not really. I don't know, from this kind of stuff. So we were like, okay, let's do something with that and then bring saxophone and stuff. And then, yeah, we were agree. So we had to push a bit, you know, mm -hmm. for the to accept. But then whenever they, they say, oh, okay, yeah, why not? And then I, I really like this song actually. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. What <laughs> next, a flute solo? Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> flute. Or, Who knows? Or we'll see, we'll see what we want to bring. Yeah. <laughs> So the first two, uh, first three releases were uh, had English lyrics, and then this latest one is in French. Uh, what was uh, what was that uh, switch over? What was I think that? that was that was my my idea. I think uh, Nico really wanted to stick to the discharge uh, discharge formula of you know haiku lyrics, but I I don't know. I think it it feels so much more natural for us to speak French and sing in French, as you can tell. Yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, it's hard because whenever you, you write in your, <laughs> I can say in your, whenever it's French, whenever you write, it sounds really cheesy, 
you know you have the this the french singers that are no. like ah, da, da, da. and then it's it's really weird so whenever i found it um okay to write stuff and be okay i like what it means and then the sense and i don't know how it sounds for you i mean foreign language is always weird and attracting in a weird way i don't know but uh yeah. for me it's the I think I, I I wasn't really up for it, but then whenever I start, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, I see, yeah. So Luke was white, and then I really liked it, and everyone liked it. Everyone really, was agreeing. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted wanted to try French, but the thing with French is the language is <laughs> is is really hard to it's really hard to make it sound good in rock music in general. Yeah, it's. You know the, the 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 way it sounds. It's it's longer uh, sentences, so you can you can say the same thing in English with fewer words. But it's yeah. much easier to sing. And uh, French, you have to adapt French. Yeah, everything. So it's uh so the the writing process is much more uh, complicated, and it takes a lot more time to write. I think good 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 French lyrics for punk and metal music at least. So. Yeah, I think we did well. <laughs> I depend. I de I think it depends on the process. I wasn't sure. Then I sit down during the rehearsal, and then I thought about shitty stuff that happened, and then in my life, whatever politics, whatever you want to say, and then I write the song. It's it's easy, but it's hard because it have really few lyrics, so you have to. Yeah, I don't want to write like a song really huge so it's hard to condense what you want to say and at the same time it's easier because you don't have to you know but yeah i think it's um yeah everyone is happy uh seeing my stuff sometimes they make fun of me because <laughs> I, I mean it's kind of stupid whenever you hear but it, no, i mean it's fine it's fine it's, fine. Not... it's okay yeah i'm happy we, we all happy it's in french and then yeah, I to, think. Yeah, we are a French band. I think it's kind of silly to sing in another language. I would not sing in Russian or whatever. And then, sure. so. Yeah, we all yeah. listen to bands from other countries that's, that sing in their own languages. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't want it any other way, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Finnish bands singing in, in Finnish. It, yeah, I, I wouldn't like them to, they wouldn't sound the same, right. you know, if they, it was English lyrics. But there is kind of, um, I don't know, a kind of uh, a fear to sing in France because in French language, it's hard. And as I say, it's like this cheesiness about it. So more and more punk bands now, I mean, punks in general, are start to sing in French since a few years. And I think it's really good things. So we don't have to you know, do the same, I don't know how to say that, and use English to make it more, you know, punchy or catchy, whatever, so. Yeah, yeah. yeah personally, I find uh, extreme music, I always look at the vocals as another instrument. Uh, so to me, it's the sound rather than the, the actual lyrics themselves that yeah. uh, delivered. Uh, like you, you remember, even if it's in French or whatever, I'll remember the cadence, if you, if you will, yeah. right? Uh, so it, it works for me. I, I don't see any problems yeah. in there. 
Yeah, but we don't often, you know, go and like uh, Google translate some Greek uh, lyrics to <laughs> some bands and, you know, you sing whatever, but then, you know, what is it? So it's, yeah, I think it's the catchiness on, of the stuff that, right. That's yeah. And as you said, for D-beat, it's a lot of repetition too, right? It's, it's uh, the, yeah. you know, horses are very, you know, yeah. uh, repetitive, but catchy. So what is the main message, general message that you're uh, that you're putting across and uh, lyrically on this last album? On this last album, it's, uh, it's pretty wide. Yeah, it's, it's... I think there's, there's a song about... Um, uh... <laughs> there's the Judas Priest uh, reference. <laughs> no, yeah, the, the lyrics are... Uh, there's one song about uh, corrupt politicians, one song about sexual predators, uh, predators. predators predators yeah uh, um, it's the same old stuff i guess it's about, yeah it's uh, very yeah. punk uh you know the, the, uh, there's just one i write thinking about my hometown which is not at all like detroit but kind of like this worker place and that's the one i um get the most but it's yeah it's about everything that's shitty in our world in general you know as you can imagine in this kind of band and this kind of lyrics uh yeah so it's about like poisonous shit from that you can take from everything and everyone and i don't know if we make another record i want maybe i want to try to write some positive stuff i don't know <laughs> if it can work but at least i want to try to change a bit the stuff but i will see yeah maybe not <laughs> as long as you're still angry that's the uh, important thing yeah, yeah. Of course. So I see that you're, you've got some tour dates coming up. Uh, any chance of uh, crossing the pond coming to North America or is that uh, a far Actually, we're, play, we're playing a show in Canada in, uh, in the fall, which is only one show in one festival in Montreal. Oh, in Montreal? Yeah. yeah which a, festival is that one? Uh, it's Barney. a Barney for Montreal. That's a cross uh, festival in Montreal. I think it's the 16th edition or something. Right. So yeah, it's uh, end of set of September. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Now maybe you can spread out and do some more. You're already in Canada. It's a big country. You can uh, visit <laughs> other uh, other cities there. But um, yeah. uh, so so you mentioned. Uh, uh, I heard the dreaded word. If there's another album, please tell me there is going to be another album. You know, <laughs> this is going to be the last one, right? We, we yeah, we. I think there's already some, you know, some riffing. I don't know if you say that in English, but yeah. some that song in, structure. Yeah, we will see. But now we just gonna we have some pretty cool festivals, some pretty cool place we're gonna play uh, through the summer and so we are happy to play because we did not play at all for like a long time yeah and for more then, than two years yeah maybe after we're gonna start working uh, on new album it's it's sure but we take yeah, our, yeah. we i think we want to take our time and make it good so yeah. we'll we see we'll see right now yeah. we're mostly practicing for for the upcoming yeah, festivals and sure. shows and uh, I guess in the fall we'll start writing new new stuff. Yeah. yeah. So your your shows are I would assume like a half hour sets sort of thing, half hour forty five minutes. Actually, yeah, yeah it's more like 20, 20, 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rip your head off and get off the stage then. Yeah, yeah. 
but it's 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 intense so uh, yeah i think it's fine i don't know if yeah. you play too long i don't know if yeah you want people to to uh, leave uh, wanting for wanting more you know <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anything else that you guys want to share uh, before we head off here well uh, not really i think um yeah, thank you for having us and wanted to hear more about the band. And yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you for uh, for joining us and filling us in on what's going on with the band and everybody who's been watching and, and listening. Thank you very much. And remember to uh, check out our website, www.themightydecibel.com. Have a great one. Bye. Bye. Bye.